0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hair Razor Podcast. All right, let's get it started.
1: Hey, you name it, it's been canceled, but not the Hair Razor Podcast. We had a little bit of a uh, scheduling snafu last week, but we're back. We got Phil, we got Rhino, and we have a special Hair Razor guest. Tyler is going to be joining us for talking a little iRacing, a little action over in Vietnam, but... First thing i got to say is I'm really happy nobody started this uh, podcast with some type of hello all you cool cats and kittens or something to that effect. It seems like all the the national shows are using up all their segments on this Tiger King. I haven't watched it. It sounds horrific. Has anybody watched this uh, particular Netflix special? I
0: I have watched one full episode, half of another episode, and um, gave up. I think I was just getting into Carol and whether or not she killed Don. <laughs> wow! Hey, <laughs> easy, easy. Everybody was You take a week I, off <laughs> and. Everybody who's seen it knows what I'm talking about, but apparently I've, I have have Carol Carol Gaskins Baskins killed Don, Bask- right? Is that's the big new big thing? Fed, fed him to a tiger. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's right, killer. you've watched you've you've watched this, correct? Yes.
2: Yes, the, sh- the show is, I-, I tried to explain it to somebody, you watch it, you're like, okay, usually you try to adapt and like say, hey, I'm going to be on this team, or this team, or this team, they're all crazy, they're all just odd, they're all cat people, the <laughs> Tiger King is from Oklahoma, nuts, the Tampa Bay Gal is nuts, The girl from, the guy from South Carolina is nuts. Okay. Everybody, the guy from Vegas that comes in later is nuts.
0: Oh, there's a dude from crazy.
2: Vegas? Oh, he comes in later. He's actually just announced that there's going to be one new episode, I think, sometime this week. Is, so.
0: is it the two magicians? I thought the one got eaten by a tiger. No. Phil, Siegfried <laughs> <laughs> and Roy. Yeah, Siegfried no. and Roy. I was going <laughs> to say Merle and Roy, but that's just a paving company here in Sioux Falls. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We all know how good I am with names and stuff.
2: I'm not going to ruin it for anybody that's in quarantine. So, uh, no, it's, it's literally, if you walked up to a producer and said, hey, here's my idea, nobody will do it because it's, like, so absurd. But it's real life. It's crazy. Uh, Tiger King got corona in prison. So, no. That's a, and a, and a tiger, and a tiger,
0: and a tiger. So how did they test the tiger? They, I think I read they sedated him, but we like. Yeah. Do we have did. enough tests for the humans in New York? Like, it's a tiger.
1: Oh, they were they were very adamant on the radio that it's a different test.
0: Well, yeah, but Tyler gives shots of Corona to his cattle every what spring, right? Well,
3: it helps and them grow.
0: And it helps
2: <laughs> with scours. Yep.
3: <laughs>
2: That's it. <laughs> I, I don't know if Tyler can agree to this, but I have a buddy that uh, works on a Hutterite colony a building shed for them down south. And the guys literally go and take like a lot of the cattle stuff for their medicine. Is that something that happens,
3: Tyler? Oh, I suppose there's plenty of people that probably do that. I I have never uh, given myself. Uh, cattle vaccine willingly. I have done it on accident. <laughs> but uh, did it on a dare, I don't think I'll have Black Flag anytime soon. <laughs> well. I have used plenty of ivermectin and uh, Dectamax and uh, those products <laughs> in my day. Well, that's a perfect
1: segue. Tyler our most uh, world traveler at least on this podcast and sounds like you get pretty crazy here in the United States with uh, animal vaccines. Right. What, what
3: did you do over in Vietnam?
0: <laughs> what what was the craziest you didn't you didn't do any vaccinating overseas did you, Tyler? So, before Tyler starts, um we have mentioned Tyler several different times. He considers himself the traeger grilling champion of the world, although Ryan will disagree. Um And so, but if anytime I need tips on going to whatever, cooking whatever on a Traeger, I do go to Tyler. Sorry, Ryan. Um, So that's kind of our little intro of Tyler is also a hair raiser, tailgates with us when he's not out farming. Tyler, how was Vietnam? But
2: Tyler Tyler has been brought up right before he did go to Vietnam. We did the Vietnam beer in his uh, tributes. Um, We mentioned this I think about a week and a half before the coronavirus actually started really trying to gain some ground. uh, We were kind (laughs) of joking and all that, but uh, yeah, so Tyler has been mentioned we had a Vietnam beer back in one of our episodes uh, in honor of him. So let it go. Let's talk talk about Vietnam, buddy.
3: Well, currently I'm having a Sapporo beer, even though it's uh, made in Japan, but when we were in Vietnam... Uh, between the Saigon beer that I believe you guys tried on the show, uh, the Saigon beer was kind of everywhere over there. And when you got sick of drinking that, we went to the Sapporo. So having one of those in honor of that. But uh, well, Vietnam was uh, was an amazing experience. Uh, had the opportunity to go over there with the South Dakota Ag and Rural Leaders Program, otherwise known as SADARL. Uh, there were 29 of us that went that were from all across South Dakota. The uh, main purpose of it was to kind of go over there and understand more of the ag industry. But uh, obviously, when you say Vietnam, you would be remiss if you didn't uh, talk about the war or think about the war that went on over there. And and within the uh, with the opportunity of being over there, uh, it gave me a, an entirely new appreciation for what uh, what all those brave uh, men and women uh, were asked to do that those many years ago. Um, I know that there's. Uh, still, a lot of uh, Vietnam veterans in South Dakota and in the U.S. And and uh, right where we were at, we were in Ho Chi Minh City. Most all of the stuff we did was in the southern part of Vietnam. Uh, we went through like the Coochie Tunnel area. Uh, that was uh, that was mind blowing to see the the small little tunnels. And uh, clearly, I, I would have not been a tunnel rat. That's not something I put down three hundred. You might have to explain what exactly is a tunnel rat. So, uh, th- those were the, 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 tunnel rats were the ones that so saw there was a network of tunnels, about four, four stories worth of tunnels and, uh, in the thick, thick wooded, uh, forest, uh, jungle. Uh, and within those tunnels, you know, they have the, you, you know what a Vietnamese person looks like. They're, they're small, lightweight, little, uh, people that, you know, that's, that's what they are. And, uh, they were definitely made for them and not for, uh, not for the, the Americans that showed up over there and. As you're uh, rolling through these tunnels, you do uh, the the booby traps and.
0: So this is what the Viet Cong used then, the ones we were. Yeah, e- exactly,
3: right. and uh, you know, so you're you, you see what those what those booby traps were all about, and, and and trying to go through a jungle. I mean, take the thickest grove of trees we have in South Dakota and take that times ten, and here you are. It's uh, 120 degrees and 90 percent humidity, and you have uh, full cotton gear on, and you're uh, you're fresh from South Dakota when it was. I mean, it, 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 was, it was a war that was impossible to win if if, if that's the terminology to be able to use. And uh, But the one thing I would say is we went over there and we look at the American history books. So obviously over there it's called the American War. Uh, but you look at the history books and uh, we say that we, you know, maybe grew on that war and everything over there. They say that the, the, the Vietnam Liberation Army and the Viet Cong, how they won and how they were so good. And they, that's understandable to say, but... Uh, Vietnam is still a cap uh, communist country and that's that's absolutely correct we only have one political party but the the economy is so capitalistic uh, they every single person has an iPhone um, they are growing their income at a rate that that the government over there doesn't understand how to stop it everybody has access to Google and Facebook and and so they're, they're it's like their baby boomer generation essentially after the war so they're they are all uh, focused on, on continuing to grow and grow their pallets and, and grow their own economies and building their own homes and stuff like that. So when you look at everything that we went over there to fight for and probably persevere uh, to keep the capitalistic society and freedoms and individual liberties, that's all alive and well. And uh, every, every single person we ran across was so happy to see americans they love americans they they love the tourism that we provide they love the, the uh, from the ag standpoint what we're bringing over safe food for them to eat so i mean from that standpoint they completely love us and and i think that we've we've told everybody that we lost that war but i would say after 40 50 years that we didn't lose that war we won that war It just took a little while for everybody to realize it so
0: so what was the coolest thing you saw over there or the most interesting other than these wild tunnels
1: after they extracted you from the tunnel,
3: yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did go through one of the tunnels because I thought if there was people that could go through these tunnels with if there was somebody on a gun on the other side, even my even my large body could get through fifty feet for the worth of these tunnels, and it was it was claustrophobic, that is for sure. But uh, I would say that one of the more you know the more interesting things that we saw were just. Uh, the, the motorbikes ever so the entire country basically gets around on your scooters that you see are over here and, uh, and it's everywhere and uh, And they they'll talk on their phone They'll text on their phone while they're riding these motorbikes and I mean pictures don't do it justice but take five o'clock rush hour in the biggest city that you've been to and put put it filled with thousands of motorbikes and then put three or four people on a motorbike smoking texting, and whatever so and you they, they don't, you experience don't the get, amazing race then, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying
1: to cross they the street in the, the amazing best race. Driver. <laughs> so. Oh. so Tyler, Tyler, food wise, is there anything that you had to spit out?
3: Uh, you didn't eat a bat, actually, did you? No, I did not eat a bat. we not coronavirus bats, but uh, but there, the the wet market like that where that bat came from in China. I mean, so those those types of markets. Are are all over Vietnam. Uh, That's that is one of the main things that you'll that you'll see as to why agriculture. You know, with us exporting, we did see some U.S. Meat Export Federation. There were beef checkoff signs over there because we have uh, exported. You know, great uh, great chicken, uh, pork, beef, etc. Because that they're they're looking for that safer food supply, uh, more so than just the stuff that's uh, sitting out on the street that. Was probably butchered fresh that morning, and then it sits out in the sun all day, and who knows what the uh, freshness and the quality and the safety uh, of that.
1: Uh, that's that's is. just flavor, Tyler. Nothing Perhaps but flavor.
3: The flavor of all the uh, of all the motorbike exhaust, but. Uh, so, all the food was really, really pretty good. I mean, uh, you, you just like anything, you kind of get sick of eating rice after because eat rice for every meal, and you see the the fish is cooked with its head on, and the shrimp is cooked with. With its with its head and tail and everything still on, so you kind of you got to peel all that. But uh, the food overall was was, was really quite good. Uh, there was, I never had to spit anything out because I did try most everything. But there was I did draw the line when they uh, when they had uh, roasted uh, spiders and uh, and some folks tried some tarantula legs and that. I uh, there, there's not enough uh, Sapporo or Saigon beer in the world for me to try a tarantula leg. But uh, so were they cooked on a Traeger? <laughs> was, did you see any Triggers? There, there were no Triggers over there, but there there was uh, there was a couple grills that I did want to go find out. And we one of the one of the nights in Ho Chi Minh City, there was a gentleman that was with us that uh, loves Dr Pepper, and he found uh, found a joint over there that sold Dr Pepper, and it was called Chuck's Burgers, and it was just like walking into JL Beers. It had a flat top uh, griddle thing and and fresh fresh U.S. ground beef. But, the best French fries that you've probably had anywhere, and maybe it was because we haven't had a fry in a week, and and we were able to have that. But I mean, we had uh, we had grilled burger, a bacon cheeseburger with French fries, and and some folks had some Dr Pepper's, and I had uh, I had some more more Saigon beer. With, but that was that was kind of like walking right into a restaurant from home. And uh, we did we did uh, try we uh, we had uh, one night we did order in Domino's pizza, and one night we did order in uh, Pizza Hut after we went out ate at the local places. Just more or less, uh, not necessarily wanting the pizza, but it was just uh, kind of to try it, and uh, and it was uh, it was kind of crazy, you know. You order a pepperoni pizza over there, and it came with pepperonis, black olives, onions. You know, it's kind of like half of a supreme pizza, but overall, it tasted just like eating a pizza that you would have at the U.S. Uh, good flavor, stuff like that. So, so you'd go back. I would, I would. I, you know, I think that mo- I think even most of the folks in our class probably would go back as well. Uh, you know, it's something that was completely different. You're in it's in a city, Ho Chi Minh City's got 10 million people, and you're you're all over the and they you know and, and whatnot. But so it's completely different than everything that you'd see in South Dakota. But it was it was extremely cool to see. And uh, we did meet with the uh, some of the consulate staff and some of the USDA Foreign and Ag Service employees. And that again, that was one of the main. Uh, as that's a growing trade partner for us, I mean they're uh, they're number sixth, I believe, in uh, soybean imports and stuff like that, and and they uh, we export about four billion dollars worth of goods to them. So, uh, cotton is a very large uh, portion of that as well. Because uh, you know, as we kind of had this trade war with China going on, uh, Vietnam they've been they've been all over that. They thought, well, heck, if if uh, you don't want to have the trade relationship with China and manufacturing, they'll uh, they'll gladly take it. So. From that standpoint, they were very, very happy to see us. It's been 25 years since uh, U.S. and Vietnam normalized relations, uh, and so the, the 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 trade deals between the U.S. and Vietnam really have never been better. Um, uh, were, you, were, you wearing, were you wearing any jacks scare Tyler? Yes. I actually had a the, since the jacks played the yotes while we were over there. Oh, there that's a, what happened. All right. Well, yes, yes, you uh, are all uh, to blame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, well we we did have we did have. Oh, well, we won that game though. There's a right? picture of me with uh, with an SDSU shirt on and all that Vietnamese goofy looking so. <laughs> hat.
0: it was a basketball game. Yeah, basketball yeah, game. yeah. yeah. I just forget which one.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <It> was, <well. laughs> it was the second one. So I think what all of our listeners would like to know. I mean, you were in Vietnam.
3: Did you get a massage? <laughs> There, there are a lot of uh, massage parlors in Vietnam, and lot uh, That is probably one of their main industries, and and uh, you can let your imagination wander. Not all massage parlors are created equal. Um, <laughs> so I never, that's a no? I never did get a massage. Yeah, if my better half is listening, it's probably due to that. <laughs> but
0: uh, I, I would say I assume she's people. in the in the house with you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She she is not tonight. But, oh well, uh, good.
0: So I, yep, she's, she's getting a massage. <laughs>
2: yeah, just an hour oh podcast.
0: Well, we're glad to have you back, Tyler. Uh, you've been back for what a month? I think you got. I mean, the the nervous thing was everything was kind yep. of blowing up with the coronavirus when you guys were. Oh I didn't I
1: didn't think back. he was gonna, I didn't back. think he was going to make it back. No. Even
3: while we were over there every every morning we would wake up and uh have uh have breakfast and stuff and you would be watching the news. I mean, so it was a 13-hour time difference, so when it was morning over there, it was evening over back in the states, so you would flip on over there you could get CNN. Uh so you'd flip that on and you would see that there was more and more uh cases and, and and even in the, so we flew through Taiwan, so there was, a, there was a little bit of a concern trying to get back, so when we landed back in Chicago, I think every one of us uh, could have kissed the ground in the airport in Chicago, and I don't think that's something that, that you, too many people You say. don't want to so. do that, that's <laughs> how the virus gets started. <laughs> uh, well, we, did, we did go to a steakhouse that night back in Chicago, we stayed in Chicago that night and then came to Sioux Falls the it next gets- morning, but uh that was probably the best steak that I've had in a long time. I mean, that, again, the food in Vietnam was delicious, but after you eat fish and rice for 14 days, uh, a juicy steak and a baked potato—that is—that's uh, exactly what this uh, corn fed and this Midwestern body needed. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Well, well, Tyler, you introduced the beer; you were drinking. What's everybody else
0: got tonight, Philip? Uh, all right, roll call. I am drinking because. Before this all exploded, I ran to the liquor store. Cause the I thought, beer or what? No, the coronavirus. Before it, oh, you know, it. it it exploded everywhere, I said, they might shut down liquor stores and us being able to go places, right? So I ran and got and bought local beer. So I'm drinking a Fernson Farmhouse Ale. Um, and Fernson Brewery is right here in Sioux Falls. Uh, they have a place downtown uh, when things open up again that we all can go to and uh, enjoy a beer but uh, um, it's a farm it's their farmhouse ale i've never had it before but it's it's pretty good i've been drinking it i've taken a few sips here during the podcast but i like it it's its a pretty good beer it's i mean i've i've always been a little bit uh more particularly liking sours on this podcast but this ale is pretty good so good job fernson all right the Frenson farmhouse ale righto. what do you got
2: well, I started the uh, podcast off with beer crack from New Glarus Brewing Company out of Wisconsin, Little Spotted Cow. You bet. Mm-hmm. And I've continued the podcast with the beautiful Pendleton ice water.
0: Switched over to whiskey. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Spotted Cow is good, but um, uh, they have two other ones that I think are better. I think one is called Two Women. The other one is uh, Naked Lady. Um, are you talking about beer? Yeah. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I am still talking about beer, but I think that on a Tuesday night, <laughs> <laughs>
3: naked lady, two women, that's, uh, a, that's a good
0: Tuesday. <laughs> so, so back to spotted cow for the past three years, I would spend two weeks every summer in Madison, Wisconsin, which is how I have so much spotted cow, which is why there's probably some that ended up in Ryan's refrigerator. Um, but we drank a whole boot, there was four of us guys who drank a Buddha spot a cow in four and a half minutes. So that's our uh, little claim to fame. You know, because
3: Picture it didn't happen.
0: Huh?
3: Picture it didn't happen.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we can find one because I know we were we uh, we were we were all taking pictures and sending them to each other.
2: I will tell you, Phil, that this is not from you. Oh, sorry. I drank yours. Okay. Um, buddy J. Elson from Midco SN actually bought it. We did get a hangout for uh, about six months, and he was a gentleman enough to keep it in his uh, closet until he came over for the Super Bowl party.
0: Awesome. And what are you drinking, Eric? I have got a uh, the Summit beer, brow- proudly brewed in
1: St. Paul, Minnesota. This is the Slugfest Juicy IPA. I've got to tell you, had it in the bottle and the can. I would, I would go ahead and get it in the bottle. Seems to be a little bit of a difference there, but still... Huh. Uh, Uh, a good beer
0: that's that's funny you say that because i am drinking my fernson out of a 2010 summits for the summit league tournament glass that we got out at uh, nutty's north or whatever that place was called when the summit league first came to sioux Falls. so i'm drinking a fernson beer out of a summit glass so interesting well good times and there's a
1: not a lot of sports to talk about. There's definitely been a little bit of talk about how far cancellations are going to go, and I guess it's all speculation whether it's going to be summer or fall or however that goes. So as we start to think about the uh, getting the hair razor tent back up, hopefully we get to that. But what I noticed in television that really captured my attention is this eye racing. And then we happened to learn that our special guest Tyler has also done some eye racing. Was it World of Outlaws, Tyler? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, that is, that is correct. I I can tell you. I do have a funny little story down at the uh, Knoxville Nationals in Iowa, where one of our I think in, a different guest that's been on this program slow show goes every year as well. Slow so, show, absolutely the biggest sprint car race in the year. So uh, last year, a few of us uh, friends of mine, we were down there, and uh, there was a sprint car simulator, and it was like with the old computer game from back in the day, and. And they challenged me into this uh, sprint car simulator thing, so we uh, we get up there, and the guy that's running this little simulator, he uh, he said, you know, you got to you gotta drive this way, and most people struggle and stuff like that. Well, I went and ended up getting in there, and I think I was the second or third fastest time of the entire week, and then and get out of this little simulator car, and the guy's like, oh, boy, only people that know how to race this thing are, are racers themselves, and and it was at houston speedway on this simulator and i kind of had to chuckle i was like yeah yeah i'm an old old sprint car racer myself and in the interest of full disclosure i've raced a sprint car four times i wouldn't <laughs> call myself a racer i'm an old trying. sprint car
0: racer you know i'm 24 <laughs> <It> was, uh, <laughs> years old but you <laughs> know
3: exactly i was but i boy that my chest was pounded out pretty big on that deal and uh, so we leave there and then we go to this next simulator where this new i-racing thing is and uh we hop in this i-racing. I, I'm 10 feet tall and bulletproof at this point. So this is how I know i-racing is pretty realistic. So once you get into those simulators, you're supposed to get out. Uh, you know, you got to take your sprint car, get onto the racetrack. This was Knoxville on this particular i-racing simulator. Get up behind the pace car, stay there, and then it's going to wait. This pace car will go off. Green flag will wave. Well, I was following the pace car, and perfect pace car goes off. Green flag waves. I hammer the gas. In this sprint car, this racing simulator, pulls a wheelie down the whole front stretch. I pile <laughs> <and> <laughs> straight into the turn wall with, with all my buddies behind me, and we go wrecking bigger and bigger than heck, kind of like wrecked a wrecked zipper car or some darn thing from the fairgrounds. <laughs> and uh, it's like, well, I thought I knew how to play this racing game, and then I completely wasted my $10. And... Entire section because I jumped the car right off the that. So
0: we won't see you on FS1 anytime soon. I will Mason. not be
3: on FS1 anytime soon. But uh, so did
2: did anybody quit like uh, what's his face? <laughs> like Bubba, 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 Wallace. Wallace. But, uh, yeah. Bubba Watson. Yeah, <laughs> Bubba.
3: Yep. I don't know the story. Wallace what is, happened?
2: Who said Bubba Watson? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, not virtual. Golf. It wasn't me.
0: I don't <laughs> even know what we're talking about. It normally would be me. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I, you, uh, I
2: thought
1: for sure Bubble Watson would
2: come. <laughs> <up>. That <laughs> oh. must
0: have Bubble been Wolf. Gerlach. <laughs> yep. Uh,
2: uh. Check our references, people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Only fifty percent of what we say here is correct, especially when comes, especially when it comes to names.
1: Well, Tyler, I, I sent you a video earlier of uh, uh, Late model that flipped, rolled, and just kept driving. So I started to question the how, how realistic this whole
3: i racing thing. I was just the F S One tonight. Did you yeah, see this? Cool. Did you see this clip that I sent you? <laughs> I saw the clip, clip, and that that is the uh, that is the only unfortunate part of i racing. I think the the cars drive uh, very similar, and the track conditions change, and and everything. But uh, when you uh, when you wreck these cars, you don't feel pain, and you don't have to spend uh, fifteen hours back in the shop getting something put back together like. Uh, back in the day when I used to work I worked on sprint cars for 10 years and had a great time doing it but uh I you know when when we were kids coming up through the ranks trying to learn how to drive a race car you actually had to go out and buy the race car you didn't just get to sit behind the computer screen like some of these new young kids get to and I think you do see a little (laughs) bit of that uh how how old are you (laughs) you're like
0: 30. (laughs) i am a 62 year old 32 year old if, if anybody is interested in seeing what tyler looked like when you were what probably 14 back in the day <laughs> go to katie go to tyler's facebook page creep on him and go find a picture of tyler his off shirt oh i don't even know who was the race car driver you were with
3: one of the boys from Nunda, Kenny answer? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think I think
1: you answered one of my questions was that uh, even when they're on TV, whether they be on Fox or FS1, they still do. They're a little more aggressive than they would be in a, a regular car.
3: Yeah, I, you know, and I think that's just from the you you know that you have a reset button and you uh, you're and you know that you're probably not going to get punched after the race if you take somebody out. I know it pisses people off, but. Uh, like Bubble if you do that in real life versus a video game, there's there might be a little bit different repercussions. <laughs> well Clint Boy
1: Clint Boyer is funny. That guy yes, is, yeah. is 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 great. He makes that old thing go even when
3: he's driving and he was commentator tonight, so uh, I have drank beer with Clint Boyer before. That is a uh, at the Knoxville Nationals. So wow. Jeff Gordon, Kyle Larson, all those guys that you're seeing on FS one. Good people.
1: Well, when you spend two weeks there at a time, yeah, I imagine you I the button, all the you go, I,
3: I, I am <laughs> the mayor so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Huh.
0: I, I watched some of it. It looked really realistic. I mean, the dudes were sitting in what looked like almost a real race car with all the screens and everything mm-hmm. in front of them. Yep.
1: The NASCAR sides, uh, particularly, I watched some of that World Outlaws tonight. It looks a little more video gamey. I'm sure it's still very obviously realistic, but uh, the NASCAR graphics—holy smokes! Those
3: hey, guys, and uh, like Hamlin on. has a has a NASCAR simulator that's probably cost fifty thousand. It's huge TV screens, all the fancy bells and whistles. But a guy by the name of Timmy Hill, who won the, like the second race that they did on Fox. Uh, his, his setup was literally like a laptop, computer, uh, steering wheel, and an office chair. I mean, so he you can have anywhere from a thousand or fifteen hundred bucks invested into this to fifty thousand, and it still goes back to who who can drive the best and not who necessarily has the most money spent. So that part's been pretty nifty, and and for a guy like Timmy Hill, who is a pretty good re- young racer in his own right, uh, it was kind of interesting to see him get uh, kind of get that claim to fame of winning a big NASCAR race on TV even though it was just uh, you know just a, an I race. Yeah
1: he won Texas two weeks yes, ago I think right. yep. Yep. Yep, he definitely looked like he was sitting in a big dorm room. Sorry of. yep. yep. <laughs>
0: huh. Well, this is something I'm gonna have to go check out I guess. Living under a rock
3: watching Tiger King too much there Phil. So. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly
3: it. <laughs> Well,
1: there hasn't been a lot of SDSU news. Uh, we do know that we uh, we picked up a recruit or uh, a transfer out of uh, was that Kirkwood Community College that's going to come. It was a teammate of Doug Wilson a year ago. He's going to come join the Jacks. So that should still leave two uh, two scholarships open on the men's side. Uh,
0: I think so. Um, we saw that Owen King and Alu Dillon uh, entered the transfer portal and both were going to Winona State. So, I mean, and both those dudes were. I mean, they're really good basketball players. Um, Alu Dillon was a was a was a good guy to come off the bench for us this year. So Winona State, I don't know how good they were last year, but however good they were, they just got markedly improved. Um, and I know the women's team signed somebody. We haven't been able to find it.
2: She's from uh, St. Thomas More.
0: Yep, that girl from out there. It's, she's. Pretty good, from what I've heard. I've never watched. Really good. Yeah. But I thought they had got another one, too, because didn't didn't she sign last week?
2: Yeah. She was last week. There was one announced, I believe, today or late last night. Uh, I haven't seen anything on social media uh, regarding who the individual is. But, you know, from everything we've heard from uh, Coach is this person can be from... sophomore all the way up it's just a matter of when they want to commit and if they're a sophomore technically cannot comment on it unless if she details it so who knows Um, it's all quality I mean whoever it is you know it's quality so
0: yeah and we also got a uh, baseball player from out of uh, O'Gorman here who uh, according to Zimmer's tweet today is pretty good pretty good ball player I didn't get a chance to read the article or do you know what position he plays, Ryan? Pitcher. Know. Know, oh, he's a pitcher? Uh, he's a,
2: okay. Yeah, he was uh, one of the leaders for O'Gorman's state baseball tournament last year. So. Uh,
0: and that's, well, that's about all the news that is uh, that is really happening, I hope. That's
1: right. That deafening
0: silence is the end of the, <laughs> the sports knowledge. It's, it's just tough because there's nothing going on. Um,
2: well... You know, if you want to get into speculation, I mean, you've heard everybody saying college, there's a lot of people saying, you know, hopefully college football starts on time. Major League Baseball is looking at uh, bringing a lot of people to uh, Arizona, the spring training facilities there in May. They want to maybe start there. Uh, That's a whole other conversation. Um, You know, hockey has talked about bring teams up to Grand, or Grand Forks and UND up there and you know there was an article about safe place for NFL and that was Brookings. so yeah.
0: and a safe it, place for the M- NBA would be uh, out here at the Pentagon ships. yeah <laughs> cruise ships yeah nobody's using those now just get them cleaned down everybody be alright
2: so, so yeah sports wise a lot of speculation a lot of things like that I think we all just want some normalcy um not waking up, worrying about a runny nose and a little bit of a sinus and everything. So I guess speculation is good. I don't know what the uh, percentage of people who believe it know. I think we're all kind of doing it day by day. But, you know, if Major League Baseball can get going by May with no fans, I don't know if you guys saw any the speculation for Major League Baseball, but there could not be any bench players in the bench. Did you read any of this?
1: I no. did not. This is so.
2: If the player was a bench player, they would have to sit in the stands, and they'd have to be six feet apart watching <laughs> the game. So, so here's the
0: question: Then, are the pitcher and catcher like the the umpire is going to be too close unless they go all my, all uh, electrical or whatever? Or oh. Strike zone, and then like, the, is the catcher going to step further back?
2: So I asked my wife, and I know Phil's wife is in this too, and I asked Melissa this, and she goes, well, the thing is, I said, so you got a guy on first base, and you got the first base player. I go, obviously you can't be six feet apart. She goes, technically what they're saying is that as long as you're not with the person for 15 minutes, you're safe. And I said, okay, fine. So catcher and umpire. She goes, that's a great question. I said, so does Major League Baseball bring up the digital umpire during this time? She goes, I think you'd almost have to because almost everybody else, outfielders, infielders, everybody, can separate themselves by 6 feet or 15 minutes. The only two people would be the catcher and the umpire. So this might be a time that they do bring in ball." This might be a uh, time where the uh, computerized umpire comes in. So, well, and
1: not to chase this too far down a rabbit hole, but I think the idea was that uh, it's like this own little biodome, if you will. So everybody scanned and cleared to be cleared to be in there and believed to be free of any type of infection when they go to the game, so that you're under a reasonable amount of certainty that everybody on the playing field is. Okay. is is clear
2: Correct. and i've gone to spring training since in arizona since i was probably 12 years old and the way they have everything separated i don't know if they would use you know there's probably about four stadiums that are pretty close goodyear peoria glendale all that i don't know if you can put like a little area around where it's The hotels and all that, and you start games at 8 in the morning, and the last game is at 9 o'clock at night for West Coast. I don't know how they do it, but if Major League Baseball could pull this off, it'd be a ratings galore. I mean, they, yeah, you don't have fans, but if they could get it where you get the Florida spring training teams into Arizona or something like that, I think you would have fans watching. I mean, we have, we have people watching horse racing on with Big Cat from Barstool at 5.50 or 6.57 <laughs> Eastern Time, watching uh, uh, Carmelo's Dream and all these guys doing horse racing. So, I mean, there's people betting on this stuff. So, I mean, like people want sports. So if they can get it and it helps people can okay it, it'd be amazing to get sports and baseball by May. Well, and I
0: think that's why originally they had talked about Like, let's still play the NCAA tournament, and really we're going to have the two teams spread people out make sure nobody's sick when they start and uh, just not have any fans. Because the NCAA tournament is all about betting and picking – I mean, and and watching those games. You know, that's where they make all their revenue, whereas the NBA is more revenue made inside the stadium. But the NCAA tournament, that's – I think that's why they just wanted to keep it. But, I mean – because of what was going on they just felt too much pressure to shut it down
2: but betting is a huge part of this too because you look at masters they're they're pushing back to September and stuff you're looking at all these things going back to the fall sports books and all that stuff aren't open right now i mean unless if you're doing offshore or something like that which there's nothing to really bet on
0: yeah that's you know true you
2: that they they're trying to involve vegas and stuff like that because with all these major sports properties going in with Vegas and Caesars and all of this stuff, that's part of their revenue too.
0: But don't so, they have online betting? Can't you bet on those games? If, if, if gambling is legal in your state, don't they have online betting through like uh, DraftKings and and those sorts of websites?
2: Yes, but if it's available. There's yeah. nothing available yeah. right now. That's the, that's the well, point. That's because there's no
0: played. games being played.
2: Correct. That's the point I'm trying to make is that there's nothing available to bet or even make any money. So well, it's all about
1: filling out brackets, and I yeah. filled out my brackets for the men's basketball, and the Oris shot one. I showed it to Rhino the last time we were there, so yep. nailed nailed that one.
0: I don't know how that one would lose. There was no way that one was going to lose.
1: No. I, I was getting a little concerned that people were going to take the national championship shot by Bostic
0: because he,
2: he won a few that I didn't that I was not planning on. That was a hell of a shot in 63, but Oris and live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that
0: was a great one. I remember that, you know.
2: Did you guys get a chance to read the, uh, the SDSU uh, the the catch up with Oris since he was uh, gone, since he won? It was actually, if you have a chance, go to stsu dot uh, I think it's GoJacks.com. They have an article with um, Oris that caught up with him um, since he won and about what he's doing now and all that. It's a good read. It's he's a good dude. Got to meet him a couple times when he was down here in the G League and then back then D League. um, He came run through. I think he was with uh, the uh, uh, Caliente Clippers, the Clippers organization when he came through. But uh, Caliente, Caliente, Caliente Clippers. (laughs) Uh, Sorry.
0: Well, we've we've tried beer. We've talked a little sports. We got uh, we got international. when, when we talk about having an international podcast, I'm afraid that Tyler was our international listener in Vietnam. Oh, son <laughs> of a Tyler. <laughs> I really thought we had something there with a true... There's just
1: so many sentences that start with, I'm afraid, Tyler. And then it's just... <laughs>
2: so, so Tyler was in Cuba? <laughs> I was not...
1: with, with Bubba Watson. With Bubba Watson, that's right.
2: Racing cars.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Well, we're
1: going to have to go work, uh, immediately start to work for contact for next week. This is just too much, but we're going to try. We really appreciate Tyler joining us tonight. Tyler, thank you. Well, thank you for having
3: me. Hopefully I can be back at some point.
0: Yeah, (laughs) we're going to vote on that right after we hang up. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Ryan has something to say.
2: I do, because if anybody's wondering kind of why... Maybe timing is off. Phil, explain them what we're trying tonight. So all of
0: us are. So we're drugs, we're,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> drugs are different beers. Um, so we are not. We are not together, um, and we're doing this through the Facebook video, like probably you've seen, um, like Golic and Wingo. Oh, the Golic and Wingo. The um, probably more like Lebertard and those guys. Um, it looks so, like Zoom. Yeah, so we're. Yeah. What we're doing is a video chat that we're running through kind of my system here. Um, so if there's any sound problems, we apologize. We're, we'll we'll try and work on it. Um, but that's, no, we don't care. Yeah, we just
2: want to bring you content.
0: Yeah, we just want people... <laughs> we, we heard people were like, okay, when are you guys going to record? And this week we were trying to figure out kind of how to do it. Um, because, I mean, the last time we did get together... We were, we were six feet apart, we had stayed apart, but now we've just kind of decided it probably is best for us to um, not get together at all. Um, but, so we're running it through uh, you know, my, my whole setup here that we normally have our mics. So hopefully it works. Um, it looks like it's all registering. I don't know.
1: I, I hope so because we can't repeat all this. <laughs> no, 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 guys, no. Call me back. I, I, I will get the bubble Watson thing right though. Yeah. So, <laughs>
0: So that's what we're gonna. That's what we're doing. That's what we're probably gonna keep doing, uh, at least for a while, uh, and keep figuring out things to talk about that, hopefully, are interesting. And if not, well, then we'll see our ratings plummet, and we won't be the fastest growing podcast in southeast South Dakota amongst males ages thirty to thirty-five. I graduated from SPSU. <laughs> but we will lose our tens tens of listeners. <laughs> tens
2: of listeners.
1: <laughs> well, that's been fun. Tyler, again, thank you. Gentlemen, go big. Go blue. Go Go Jax. Go Jax.